Good morning and welcome to the BSA Morning Miner. It's Wednesday the 13th of July and the heat wave is still going on in London. Paul, how are you this morning? I am well, thank you. Uh, it is still going on. It, it, it tries to rain every now and then, so that might help. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Uh, didn't really succeed. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, lots of mining news this morning. Um, shall we start with uh, Sarabi, who'd come up with some Q2 operating figures? Yes, that's right. Uh, their Q2, Sarabi Gold, the Brazil uh, gold miner listed on AIM. Uh, stronger second quarter production here uh, over the first quarter, 8,400 ounces uh, recovered, which is an improvement of 19% uh, on the first quarter. And uh, it also a 12% improvement in processed or milled gold grade as well. Uh, so that's a good sign to see uh, too to control dilution year to date production now 15,500 ounces and they are on uh, schedule to uh, meet the 30,000 ounce uh, full year uh, target here. Uh, they had announced previously progress on their Karinga uh, project with, which is uh, narrow but high grade uh, veins uh, that they have uh, as a new mine in development here and they're testing uh, here with uh, ore sorting at Karinga, which uh, so far is uh, demonstrating it should be able to work uh, pretty well there. So we'll see what final results uh, say there. And then uh, just uh, in the past couple of days, they announced that they had in fact confirmed a copper gold molly porphyry discovery at their Matilda project, uh, relatively or pretty low grade here, about uh, 0.2% copper equivalent at this stage, but it appears in all three holes. So it is a geological success and now they need to find a commercial um, uh, success on grades as well. So uh, keep an eye on that. Yeah, and um, share prices obviously come off a lot. I think that's been, you know, a couple of operational issues compounded by a broader market sell-off has meant it's really been hammered it's valued at just 30 million sterling today which for a 30,000 ounce producer if they can get that a couple of quarters of consistent production um I'd expect that to bounce back even with um gold prices yeah, and as a general rule, too, if, uh, re investors want to remind them that when a thousand ounces of production is equal to a about a million dollars or a million sterling uh, in market cap, that those are always uh, periods when uh, uh, gold mining shares are undervalued as producing companies. Uh, so uh, just uh, it's perhaps time for bottom bottom fishing across names. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh quality companies at um, very cheap prices at the current time. Um, Caledonia, Paul, I think they've also come up with uh, Q2s today as well. Yes, that's right. It was record quarterly gold production for the uh, Zimbabwe uh, uh, gold producer Caledonia Mining, uh, which produces from the Blanket Mine. Uh, this Q2 results from the period ended 30 of June. Uh, just over 20,000 ounces uh, produced, which is a record for the company in any particular year. 20% uh, increase on uh, what was uh, produced year on year at 16,700 ounces a year ago. And first half total production is uh, 
uh, over 38,500 ounces, and that's 30% more than a year ago. And they also reiterated their production guidance for this year uh, between 73 and 80,000 ounces. And just to keep in mind for invest investors uh, that Caledonia had predicted these numbers back before they had put in the investment uh, or approved the investment for the main shaft. And that was uh, four to five years ago. So you have to. Uh, give the management a whole lot of credit here for delivering according to what they say they said they would do years and years ago in what everyone recognizes Zimbabwe being a, a challenging place to operate a business. There we go. Pretty good uh, summary there, Paul. Um, and again, you know, that's one where the share price has, has been hit probably mostly by um, broader market sentiment rather than um, uh, and, and gold price rather than related to the operational performance. So another one that's looking pretty cheap compared to the operational performance. Um, we've got one more in, in, in London, I think. Uh, Ironveld announced a deal this morning. Yes, that's right. Ironveld with a placing, 4 million sterling placed at 0.3p plus and over an allotment for an additional uh, 1 million sterling uh, or broker allotment. And this was... Uh, to um, complete the purchase uh, program they had announced uh, some weeks earlier here of a smelter in the uh, city of Rustenburg in uh, South Africa, uh, which uh, brings Ironveld uh, much closer to actually becoming a, a producing uh, company in, co in coming months uh, here. And uh, they also are paying some back salaries on direct directors uh, fees as well so uh well done them i think for being able to raise in this current environment uh yes definitely uh impressive to get away given how tough the um market is at the moment we'll have the smelting is probably quite a tough game at the moment i know it's to separate the, the iron titanium and vanadium out of this ore um but it's electricity intensive, um, so it does make mention of switching to a hybrid power plant using renewables, which I guess would get them off the grid. But certainly the um, early phase could be well, could be quite expensive given the the power intensity of um, electricity. Yes, that's. Purposes. Yes, that's right. I would expect that they, yes, they might get it into production here and, and uh, hopefully they can get it into sustainable production, but its production costs will have to uh, be addressed uh, over time in order to uh, actually get it into a uh, uh, sustainable uh, situation, I think. Okay, um, and uh, let's finish on BlackRock Silver Pool. Um, they had a non-silver related announcement, which got you quite excited yesterday. Yes, it actually came out on late on Wednesday that uh, this was their claims immediately north of the town of Tonopah. Within the town of Tonopah itself, they, of course, uh, have declared a, a really nice high-grade uh, vein discovery at depth on historic uh, workings across their holdings there. But this is on the brand new claims that they picked up uh, last year. Uh, to the north of town, and they were specifically uh, staked in order to follow up on uh, lithium clay uh, 
uh, opportunities uh, already uh, demonstrated by American lithium further north of the town. And uh, this latest drilling results indicate that they, BlackRock Silver, also has these uh, lithium clay units on these new claims uh, with uh, uh, two intervals uh, or two horizons essentially uh, intercepted in uh, three holes. Uh, with uh, several meters of thickness, up to 800 ppm lithium in in uh, each of these horizons. Now, uh, just uh, bringing to light for investors that this this claim group or drill holes is a good three to four kilometers south of the uh, uh, TLC or deposit by a Shanghai Mining Club member uh, uh, American Lithium. Uh, and Paul, yeah, you 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 compared potential scale of this to a couple of um, other more advanced deposits. Um, yes, internally I sent around the idea that uh, if this is caldera hosted mineralization, which it certainly appears to be now, uh, then we start uh, looking at uh, other comparable caldera stories like uh, Lithium America's McDermott deposit up in uh, northern Nevada, for instance, uh, which uh, you just take a look at the potential scale for uh, that particular situation there, or like the Sonora lithium clay deposit down in New Mexico for the potential scale involved as well. Well, there we go, a new lithium district. Um, thanks for your thoughts, Paul. We'll be back tomorrow. Very good, thanks.